Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to your D1T and 5 for Wednesday, September 8th. My name is Anthony Grossi, and let's jump right in to today's biggest stories. Sacred Heart appoints interim AD Judy Ann Riccio to the permanent post. President John Patello saying, Judy Ann brings a wealth of institutional and industry experience, as well as a commitment to the university's mission. She has demonstrated excellence in every facet of the program, from policies and procedures to the fan experience, and I look forward to seeing our program continue to flourish under her leadership. Texas Tech AD Kirby Hocutt suggested that Big 12 expansion could occur in two parts as part of a broader process that plays out over 8 to 10 years. In addition to BYU, Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston, Hocutt hinted that a second set of schools could be invited once Texas and Oklahoma officially depart and the integration of the first four programs is complete. Cincinnati has officially submitted an application to the Big 12, according to the Inquirer's Jason Williams, who reports it is, quote, almost certain UC and the other incoming Big 12 schools won't receive an equal share of television revenue to the current members ahead of the new media rights deal in 2025. Williams also notes it remains unclear what UC and the Big 12 have agreed upon for an initial annual payout, but the university will make significantly more than the $7 million in TV revenue it receives each year in the AAC. As previously reported, exiting AAC schools would owe $10 million in exit fees and are required to give the league 27 months' notice. The potential additions of UCF, Houston, BYU, and Cincinnati to the Big 12 in 2023 raises several questions regarding Texas and Oklahoma's next steps, according to The Athletic's Andy Staples, who notes the official stance of OU and UT is that they are prepared to remain in the conference until 2025. So why is the Big 12 looking to add in 2023? Staples submits, quote, More than anything, the Big 12 would like to give networks a sense of what its new lineup will look like before it begins negotiating its next media rights deals, which are scheduled to begin July 1, 2025. It wouldn't hurt if those new schools got the ratings boost of playing Oklahoma and Texas. Additionally, the league would likely prefer to have the schools in place for the purposes of CFP playoff discussions. Ask about the AAC's potential next steps, assuming the departures of the previous four schools. The Athletics' Chris Fanini posits, quote, If and when the Big 12 move goes through in the next few years, the AAC may need to adjust its identity. It will be down to one team that has played in a New Year's Six game. The television deal will change when those schools leave, and it won't be nearly as valuable. Still, even the remaining AAC schools have much larger athletics budgets than most other G5 teams. It's not just about football. The AAC public schools have budgets larger than $50 million and pay football coaches more than a million dollars. You don't get that in many other places. As for potential replacements, Fanini identifies UAB, Georgia State, Marshall, Charlotte, Rice, North Texas, Colorado State, Liberty, and James Madison as possibilities with Appalachian State and Louisiana as maybes. Furthermore, college football playoff expansion will play a role, as Vanini explains. When it looked like a 12-team model was just a few years away, there was little incentive for a school like Boise State to leave the Mountain West for the AAC. But with playoff expansion possibly getting pushed back to 2026, does that dynamic change again? UTRGV is considering the launch of an FCS program that would take advantage of the school's unique geography. As Extra Points Matt Brown points out, UTRGV was created after a merger between UT Pan American and UT Brownsville, and undergraduates take classes on both campuses. As such, Vaqueros AD Chase Conk would like the football team to play games at Sam Stadium, a large high school stadium in Brownsville, 
as well as HEB Park, the home of the Rio Grande Valley SC soccer team. The school says the proposal only works if students vote in favor of a student fee. To that end, the UTRGV SGA today voted to approve a referendum that would allow the student body to cast its vote on the expansion and creation of programs aided by an increase to the intercollegiate athletics fee. The election is set to be held November 8th through 10th. If passed, the student fee would increase $11.25 per credit hour, capped at 12 hours, and would support the establishment of spirit programs and marching bands for both campuses, an FCS program, and a women's swimming and diving program. The Red Box Bowl, which was set to feature teams from the Big Ten and Pac-12, has been canceled for 2021, according to the Action Network's Brett McMurphy, who hears from one source that the loss will, quote, likely create a domino effect impacting the smaller group of five conference bowls because the Big Ten and Pac-12 are expected to figure out how to keep their leagues whole and not lose those bowl bids. The Red Box Bowl, which was unable to secure a national television partner for this year's game, hopes to return next season. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Wednesday afternoon, September 8th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.